are back with another episode of Movie Goat, and I get to host. It's me, Nick, from Loosely Based on Movies and Dial M for Movies. And I'm here with... No, you're not from those anymore. You're this. I'm from them. <laughs> those are gone and forgotten. <laughs> I'm Justin. Welcome to Movie Goat. Is that how How's we're doing these things? You're just going to tear me down and You're then You're gone just... and forgotten, Nick. You're part of this team now. Let I... it go, man. Frozen it up. Listen, okay? That was that was a part of my life for two years. I can't just let it go. It's like, it's like an ex-girlfriend or an ex-wife. You know, it's a big part of your life. You can't oh, just wow. ignore it. Let's go back to Heather, please. <laughs> no. That, I don't I'm, mean my specific <laughs> ex-wife. I mean an ex-wife. Ashton? It's an analogy. Where is that? Like, you have like a whole scrapbook full of memories <laughs> you revisit in the attic sometimes? No. I don't have a scrapbook of in, like my current memories. Nick, where are you? Are you in the attic again? <laughs> You're looking at what your life could have been. <laughs> and welcome to Movie Go. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, no. How? How's it going, Nick? How's it's it going? great. It's great. You know what, Justin? I'm glad to be a part of Movie Goat and a podcast and have somebody that I can talk to yeah. on a microphone. And you're on the pay a therapist. You can just do it here. Yeah. And today we're talking about your favorite subject, Hustlers. <laughs> Hustler, homie. <laughs> See, I did it. I went a different way. So actually, Hustlers is going to be opening up on Friday the 27th with Jennifer Lopez and some other people. I think Cardi B's in it or something. Anyway, it's about some strippers taking advantage of some Wall Street guys. They drug them up and sex them up and take them for all their money or something like that. That's kind of the gist of it. So I thought it would be a fun topic we could use here on the Movie Goat to discuss some different things. So later on in the show, we'll do our Movie Goat, the movies with the greatest movies of all time with strippers or a part of strippers or something like that. A stripper involved. Something with some titties. I don't know. Featuring a stripper. Yeah. Which is funny because none of our movies. Oh, your movie has titties. Mine doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Stri- uh, the other one doesn't have titties either. Yeah. So titties are not a requirement. Just no. strippers. Just strippers. Yeah. And we thought we would do some other things uh, to begin with to kind of lead up to that. And we we thought this would be a fun exercise, right? So we were looking up different information about strippers because, you know, we don't know a lot about strippers. So we're going to share some stories. We got a lot of stuff going on here today, Justin. This is going to be a stripper centric. Yeah, very stripper centric. Tear them down. Which kind of makes me feel kind of dirty. But you know what? We're going to do it anyway. It makes you feel dirty to talk about strippers? Well, to, to dedicate an entire podcast, we're going to talk like 45 minutes to an hour about just strippers. So thinking about that, not knowing the context of it, people could be turned off by that. And it kind of makes me feel a little weird. No, we're going to empower women actually through this podcast. Well, today. I get, I, I know what we're doing, but people I'm, I'm letting them know. I'm giving them a heads up. This so is we're, not a derogatory uh, stance on stripping. Yeah. You do what you want to do yeah. with your life. It's your I mean, body. It's your, it's your time. You do what you want to do. This is a three-minute intro about what we're going to do talking about as far as strippers, so I felt a little uncomfortable, but I feel better about it. Okay. So they got the movie coming out, Hustlers, Strippers, and, you know, it rises up a bunch of different moral and ethical questions, all that kind of stuff, Justin. You know, uh, what do you, have you had an experience with a stripper or, or a strip club? No. Um, Unfortunately, no. I mean, I feel like that's like a rite of passage for men. I'm obviously not a man. <laughs> I mean, everyone's been to one that I know. I've never, every 18 year old or older has been to a strip club except for me. I feel, Clearly. that's how I feel. I just want to let you know, you are married. I'm projecting right now. I two don't know. children. You have a job. You run a farm. But you are not a man. <laughs> I'm not a man. Because you haven't been to a strip club. I just feel like everyone's done it, you know. You've done it. 
multiple times. Uh, yeah, but it, I didn't enjoy it. True. I don't. I, I just never been. I've never been invited to one. We keep talking about going the one down the street, but it's like <laughs> we're not doing super that. Super dive. It's oh. like it's like a. Um, I feel like it was an old house that was abandoned and they attached like these like um like metal frames around it and put some like drywall up and that's yeah, the it look, club. you're right. It looks like in like a nineteen twenties like all brick, like two bedroom, not, one no, bath. Not even house. two bedrooms. It's like an it's like a, a one bedroom, one fireplace, <laughs> and that's it. That's and then and then they just did some like extensions in like nineteen fifty and like just metal <laughs> siding, that's yeah. all it is. And it goes down to like a ditch. It's well, and it's then scary. and then it's BYOB, so you have to walk across. You know the, what? The, I like that point because you? you're saving so much money on drinks. You just bring your own beer, and you're good. But they charge you to cool your alcohol. Can like you they'll bring put in your own cooler. cooler. I don't think so. So you can't. Don't bring your own sea, huh? You I mean, I don't, no, I'm, I'm I'm never gonna go to that place because I think we seedy. should we should have done it for this just once. Uh, and I, I could have said that. I went like, yeah, now I'm a man. I went to a, a busted ass strip club. So fun fact about that strip club. Do you know who Jadavian Clowney is? Yeah. So Jadavian Clowney is from this area, Rock Hill, South Carolina. He's a football player, by the so way. So his dad was shot oh, shit. in a uh, dispute at that strip club. Did he survive? He did. Okay, that's He good. did. But his dad's been in a lot of trouble and all that kind of stuff. So well, I'm sure Jadavion has the money to get his dad on the right uh, path there. Uh, is that what it takes, Justin? It takes love. Jesus. Yeah. So you haven't had any experiences with strippers or anything like that? Nothing. Uh, no. Um... You remember Brock? His his friend was a stripper, is a stripper still. Um, Autumn's her name. Oh, Autumn. Yeah, I know Autumn. I actually yeah. worked with Autumn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she was a stripper. I don't she know was. She, still she is. worked in, in downtown Atlanta. I can't remember yeah. which one so she worked. That's at. the only. And I didn't see her. I didn't know. I didn't know her when she was a stripper. So that's the closest thing to a stripper I can get right there. Yeah. So I've had a couple of experiences. So you know the old cliche that they're trying to put themselves through college. I actually, uh, when I was in college, one of the young ladies that uh, was in my class stripped on the side to put herself through college. So that was real. However, she didn't graduate. And I think, I don't know what She found her calling. Yeah. She just did too well. (laughs) Yeah. So that was, I think that was my first, no, that was my second experience at a strip club, but it's my most memorable one. So what happened was I went to school for audio production and engineering and all that kind of stuff, right? So they were having this big party at her strip club, and it was called Oasis, and it was in downtown. Oh, Oasis! Yeah, and it was one of the nicer upscale ones, I guess you could say. So they had this big party, this big huge event, and a lot of the students went. We all were having a good time. Most of us were over 21, so we could we could partake. Um, but that was that was the most memorable experience because it was like a, a like a music fest. So we had some of the people that we knew that were running the music there because they had this huge stage and all that kind of stuff. So it was a big party scene, really. But then you also had the element of strippers, or whatever. And I remember going, I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. You know, I'm a dumb kid. This this will be fun. I like music. I like to do all those things. And then, you know, I like titties. So, (laughs) you know, I went and I just felt so uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. And it's not the the atmosphere was uncomfortable. Like everybody's nice and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't like sleazy at all, you know, but I just felt uncomfortable. Like because it was just not normal. Like every place I've ever been to, everybody has clothes. You know, when I go to the grocery store, everybody has their clothes on. You know, every experience I've had in my life, they all have their clothes on. And now here we are, like, going against the norm. And I just felt so uncomfortable. And I couldn't I, I couldn't get comfortable the entire night. And I, I stayed there. We were there all all night. I mean, I was hanging out with friends. So, 
that distracted me. But like, and there's a lot of drugs there. <laughs> My friends distracted me from the booze. Yeah, well, it, it's not that. Like, uh, of course, I enjoyed looking at some of these women. But <laughs> so you know how like, blinders on, like put your hands no, on. no, no. I'm so I'm, sorry, I'm it's not offensive you. to me. I just meant the environment. And there's a lot of drugs floating around these trip clubs. Like, if if I wanted cocaine or if I wanted something, I could have gotten it like that. And I just. I don't like to put myself in those situations. So I'm a very paranoid. Wise of you. Yeah. Well, I'm a very paranoid person anyway. So like I'm constantly like my, my back's never to the door at restaurants and stuff like that. It's just stupid stuff like that. So I was obviously uncomfortable. So, and, and I've never had a comfortable experience at a strip club. We went one time as a, like a bachelor party kind of thing uh, for a friend of mine. And, and it was a nicer one down in Atlanta and did not care for it at all. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the draw. I don't, I don't care. Um, it, it would make me feel uncomfortable too, I believe. And unless I was like super drunk, it's the only way I could find myself. Like, hey, it's kind of, kind of fun. I just don't see the point. I don't understand it at all. Like, what, what I'm getting out of this? Like, I'm giving you money to take your clothes off, and what do I get out of this? Some kind of like adoration. Yeah, you have I don't, to have. It's not reciprocated in a, in a. Um, real way well and a lot of it's like fantastical right there's these ladies that are they're beautiful they're they're good looking women a lot of times right you know so it's things that unattainable maybe sometimes if you have that mindset i mean i guess i don't care because i know it's not it's not a real feeling right not true right it's It's not it's not genuine facade it's just like an oasis that's a good name for that place it's all fake You you see it in the desert it's not real it's all in your imagination but i understand people that aren't socially adept that can like maybe never get a girl like this, but I just don't understand their mindset saying she wants me to do this. Like she needs me to do this and I am enjoying this. I'm enjoying giving her money to take her. I just don't, I don't see. I've always been like a friend's first kind of thing to kind of date somebody. I've never been like an an, an admirer from afar and like, oh, I'm gonna just, you know, do you with my mind kind of thing. So I would never like objectify a woman that way. And so it's hard to do that and give her money at the same time. I just don't see, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, I'm with you. I I agree completely. So, but I'm not against it. I'm not, it's not a moral or ethical thing. It's just something that I just don't care to partake in. You're right. It's not a genuine connection. So what am I spending all this money for? And you can drop a lot of money. You get drunk and you start seeing titties. Money comes flying out. It's just a natural thing. Yeah, so I like understand you see, it. Like, you hear like the rappers, the the professional athletes, Justin Bieber, ten thousand dollars, like, and it's like nothing. Well, and what are they getting out of it? Well, just I to think show that, their their hey, look how much money I have. Well, no, I think that they actually do get something out of it. Like I think in that those respects, I think they probably go home with some women. Okay, well, I guess I'm not that. I'm not a. I'm not a hustler. I'm yeah. not. I'm not that. I'm not that good with women. Number one. I don't like. Hey, I don't have like one night stands. I don't. I have to have a connection with someone. Yeah, I don't, I'm with you. That's just me personally. And lots of people can go banging out. Sure, I, I'm too paranoid about that. Like if I was gonna get some kind of disease, I don't know where you've been. Yeah, that's I, my paranoia. Yeah, I was when I was younger. I, you know, I, you know, in between like relationships and as they were off and on and stuff like that, I would just play the field. But it it, it was like no, you. I was always on the long con. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> I never could. Uh, but it was it was always yeah. like it was always I needed a connection like I needed to know this person first like mm-hmm. I wanted to know who they were because it is a complete turn off to me when you find out somebody's like not interesting or stupid or not on the same wavelength you can't talk to them like I can't like I can't get past that so even if it's just sex, I just night, yeah. I can't get past it so but so then 
then this, this begs the other question, Justin. So mm-hmm. knowing that what our experiences are and that it doesn't really appeal to us, which is fine. It doesn't appeal to a lot of people. It appeals to a lot. But, Enough because they're making well, money. Well, in the U.S., so it's a $6 billion industry in the United States. And just an FYI, as we were doing research, Canada has a shortage of strippers. <laughs> So the strippers that listen to this podcast, um, if you're looking at expanding your career, head up north to America's Hat, Canada. They need your they need your economic boost. Oh, that's funny. All right. So the question becomes then, Justin, how do we get these strip clubs to become more appealing to people like yourself or maybe me or somebody like that? I have two ideas. I came uh, with one just before we started. Um, I'll do the the not as silly one first. Cosplay. If you came out and did some cosplay events, kind of, so like, like something a, I'm interested in, appealing to like the nerd culture. Like, hey, I, I'm a, I'm a Ewok, and now I'm going to strip down to nothing. Oh, I was a, I was a human the whole time. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what it'll turn into? It'll turn like it's more about the cosplay. It's exactly. Like, oh, what kind of costume did they come up with? Because you know how people are. Like, I'm a Darth Sith, and I want your dick. Like that's a <laughs> all right. Then it would just be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I want your double lighted lights or double sided lightsaber. Like, I don't know what that means, but all right, let's yeah. do it. Um, <laughs> Uh, stuff like that could be fun. Do like we, a whole job of the hut Leia <laughs> kind of like thing. Job of the fuck. Or job of the job of the, the butt would be the best one, I guess. Job of the butt would be obvious. Job of hoop would need me. Show me titty. No, she is job of the butt. Like she just has this nice. That's gross. Nice butt. She's like a giant worm. That's what's more appealing to you. Job the butt, man. The butt. It's all about the butt. The name is secondary. So it's a big worm, but with a huge. Human ass, and that's more appealing to you oh. than the modern strip club. That's not what I'm saying. That's it's exactly a take what you're on Job of the Hut. She is doing the sexy take on. <laughs> she's just Job of the Butt. That's what all. is a sexy take on Job? Have you seen I Star just Wars? Told you, it's all fake. It's just the butt. She just comes out. She's a nice. How butt. is it related to Jabba then? It's um, not. I'm trying to think of another Star Wars. It's like other things, you know, like Ooh, Han Solo, Jason. I'm you know Jason Hor, please, or something stupid like that. Jason Hor, please. <laughs> Oh, I got her last. This is thing. horrible. This is a horrible idea. Why she did you even share this? To slash, and then she just takes off her clothes instead. I, slash clearly, her clothes off. Clearly, you didn't think about. I this just at all. thought about it. It'd be good. I mean, uh, you so know. so the strippers are are. It's like a whole scene. Like so, it's, it's like scene. role playing. Yeah, it's a scene set up that could be fun. That's all. And my other idea is like Dave and Buster's with strippers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when we were talking about this the other day, you were you were talking about what if they had like bowling for boobies? It, it, that's where the idea started. It's like bowling for boobies. Like, so you have what? to have certain scores to get her to take her clothes well, like, off. Yeah. Like what if you're not a good bowler? Then it's like. Oh, that sucks for you. Put the bumpers on, man. I guess if you really wanted to commit yourself to getting better at bowling, I mean, maybe there's some. Uh, I also thought of another idea. I didn't tell you this one. You've like been to like Universal, right? Or like yeah, a uh, theme park, Carowinds, where they have like these giant rooms filled with like gunfights, where you like yeah, team, yeah. team versus team, or like laser tag, right? And you yeah. have guys like us who doesn't really care to see the boobs, like we're not there for that. And you have the guys like are like, oh, take it off, and you gotta battle each other. Whoever has like higher scores, like they keep the clothes on, and they're winning. Start taking clothes off, and it's like a battle of these assholes. Uh, that could be fun. Like, just have a real, real stakes in this one if she takes clothes off or not. So, well, so no, I don't. So, yes, and we're gonna play that yes game. Yes, and or. Yes, and it's paintball. 
you sh you have a whole big paintball thing. Yep. Well, mine's like electronic, so like as the game's going, she's like, you know, it could, it goes back and forth. We gotta fight each other. Paintball, you're like you're shooting the strippers, you're shooting each other. No, 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 no. Like, oh, you killed that guy. All right, take your top off or take that hat off. Yeah, but you're not paying attention to it anyway. If you're like trying to shoot the other team, so no, what difference does the there. stripper make? No, no, we're not, we're not shooting. Is, no, 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 you're missing it. We're not shooting each other. It's these giant video screens that you're playing like. A game on. Well, so the then, where match. are you seeing the stripper? The stripper's right in front of you. She's so then, there. So she's a, more of a distraction. She could be. So like you know, you're oh, you're trying so, to you're trying to get points to keep her clothes on. They're trying to get points to take her clothes off. So now you're you're making strippers as a part of the strategy to yeah, win the it's game. It's a fun time. This, it could be entertaining for me. Sounds like you're a loser. Um, but then, no, but bowling for for strippers that that or bowling for boobies. Is, yeah, that's that's the best. It sounds it sounds like a some kind of really bad organization that's raising money. So a strike. Yeah. It's like a breast cancer awareness. <laughs> Bowling for movies. So, yeah. Actually, you know what? We should start that. We should start that organization. So it'd be like a reward for like a turkey. Yeah, you call it a jerky though. So yeah, like, yeah, jerky for turkey. Uh, I don't think they can do that. They just come jerk you off for like 30 seconds or something. 30 seconds? You must be really aroused by bowling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think everyone's... It's not going to take me long. I just had three strikes in a row. <laughs> everyone's walking around the directions of this place. <laughs> You're turned on for all kinds of reasons. You know, all the prizes, too. We even talk about the prizes you can win. <laughs> I don't know. You could tip in tokens, I guess. Or you go like, hey, you know, you get so many. You get a lap dance. You turn them in for, hey, here's... I'm buying that girl a drink. You get free drinks, maybe. I don't know how that works. Like, and I don't know if you've been to a Chuck E. Cheese lately, Nick, but I've gone often. <laughs> I have not. So they have this ticket monster. It's <laughs> spit everywhere. <laughs> they have a thing called a ticket monster, and it's this little monster instead of machine. And you put the tickets in his mouth. He goes, nom nom nom. So obviously, at this place, you're putting the tickets in a woman's vagina, and she's like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A woman's vagina doesn't just suck in things. It's a machine. <laughs> <laughs> Does it still make the noise? No, no, I just told you. She goes, oh, yeah, give me those tickets. So that's the whole thing. You're feeding tickets into this. And I bet some guys just get off just doing that. <laughs> just Give me your tickets. I'll, I'll take care of your tickets. I just want to be at the ticket monster woman. Um, so that's what, that's what like, I don't know what you call it. Make, Dave and Busties? I don't know what you would name it, but... Yeah. Dave still owns the place, obviously. Dave's a pervert. <laughs> yeah, he's a freak. So then, what? What? What's the prize if you bowl like a three hundred? Like a you get a like perfect a perfect game. Perfect Holy game shit. would be like a life-size job of the butt. Okay. Yeah, we're bringing it back. You know, you get this one lady who's like, she's the perfect ten, and <laughs> she comes out and it's like Bo Derek. <laughs> she has Bo Derek from nineteen seventy-eight comes out. <laughs> <laughs> right, finally, someone appreciates my body. <laughs> she's like. Kind of drug. She just comes out the back door. If you, how many people are bowling three hundred though? I don't know. I don't know. But my I best mean, is like two twenty, and that was like you bowled a two twenty. I did really well one day. Holy shit! And that was probably my best game that's ever. Kind of impressive. I mean, I could be totally like it was in the two hundreds. I know that. I think that's that's like vagina status. <laughs> like you would get past Titty, and like you would, they would show some vagina for two twenty. And we'd have now some you can't touch her too, right? You can't yeah. touch private rooms for like the you know the high rollers playing skee ball down there or something. <laughs> like oh, you gonna play skee ball? Huh? We call it skee ball. Yeah, but then like the whole the whole private room thing becomes like uh, it just nobody's interested in that. Like, no, I'm st in the middle of a game, lady. Go go bother somebody else. You can have like, and there's like movies too. You could like rip off like there's a zombie strippers. Like I think like a zombie game you're playing. Like one of the shoot 'em ups. It could be all kinds of. 
things that'll happen in this place. You just can't get a, a normal strip club. That's so, all I'm yeah, saying. You know what? This one would have the role-playing models there, like all dressed up and like it's a whole experience. And I think I could go there. I think I'd actually have a lot of fun. Yeah, it actually sounds pretty good. This should be a thing. Just roll it into one. Um, you can even like sell it like, you know, before about seven, it's a normal like Dave and Buster's. And then after seven or nine. Seven? I don't know. <laughs> it's seven o'clock. Listen. You Do have, you know like, where your children are? <laughs> Listen, They're at Dave and Busty's. A lot of these businessmen go on their breaks like for a couple hours to these strip clubs. You could have like the Nooner special. I feel like that's sad. It is sad, but they do. And like the Nooner special, that's perfect for this kind of place. Like, hey, no kids allowed at noon to one. <laughs> We're doing a thing. So they have like, uh, you know, they they know that with their time structure, like 11 to 1, 4 to I mean, 7. These kids are in school. Yeah. So, I mean, kids should be going to Dave and Buster's during the day anyways. Yeah. And you have all, uh, there's so many possibilities What if it's like a franchise. teacher work day? They don't get to go to Dave and Buster's. That's just, you know, whatever. They have to go to the regular one. I mean, you got football playing. You got strippers. This place would be banging. Like, I mean, there's uh, alcohol what? flowing. And you could get your hair cut. Why the hell is this Walmart now? Let's just throw that in there too. Also, the grocery stores take a right, you know, past yeah. the strip poles. Actually, you know what? There's something to that. You can get your eyes checked. You can probably get a passport. You get a pap smear while you're there. Why yeah. not? Yeah. You get your cholesterol checked. These girls are actually doctorates. Like they're going to school. Like this is like their training as well. See? See? Also, uh, cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan. Cosmetology is a, a, a thing for most of these strippers, probably. They're into their hair and makeup. Now you're just being judgmental. No, they can help you with your hair and makeup, is what I'm saying. Like, they can give you tips. I don't know. I think we need to get off this train. Let me let me ask you a question. It though. did go too far because it's, it's an awesome idea. Yeah. Like, why hasn't this happened? But, so, now we're going to go to a different, more somber question for you, Justin. We should leave it at the fun part. We should, but we're not. <laughs> we take something and we go way too far with it. That is our thing. What about your significant other? Would you be okay with your significant other stripping? No. We're I'm too insecure dancing. for that. Too insecure. So wait. I would feel like I would just like not good enough. So I get not I'm not accepting it. So but would you draw a line in the sand? Would you just say, you know what? If you do this, we can't be together. Yeah. You would? Like it, you, it would you just, just hurt couldn't... my pride too much. I would just like because like I'm obviously not the most attractive man in the world. And all these guys throwing money and like looking at my wife all the time. Yeah, that would hurt my pride. Yeah, that's tough. I, <laughs> I think that, I mean, I could probably handle it to a, a certain degree, but it'd be like a lot of resentment probably and like pent up aggression, like passive aggressiveness that would just be like stored. It'd probably shorten my lifespan, to be honest <laughs> just with you. Stress, yeah. Yeah. I think and like to tell my kids, like, hey, yeah, mommy's ripping tonight sorry she can't come to play like that's kind of stuff would be conversation that i don't want to have with my kid really yeah i don't blame you there i i think i i would not be okay with it at all but i could live through it i would i could accept it if there was trust so if like if we're using my current relationship i trust my wife wholeheartedly like i trust her i would hate it and she would know that i would hate it but i i think i could accept it at some point i so. guess it also depends on like 
where this comes from. Like, if right now your wife's like, hey, I want to be a stripper, like, out of the blue, like, that would be, like... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's if, like, flags. You, yeah, if this happened beforehand, like, and you knew about it going into the relationship, that's completely different. But if she's like, hey, you know what? I'm 30 and I'm ready to party. <laughs> you don't give me enough attention at home. Yeah. I need some attention, son. There's and definitely... I'm going to do that. There might be something wrong with your relationship at that point. That's true. Uh, so it'd be weird if like, it just happened out of the blue. But You're taking the question way too Well, far, I'm thinking about, like, you know? logically speaking, like, where did this come from? Yeah, like, clearly you cannot handle it. Uh, you know, I think you just proved your point. You would not be it'd okay be a lot of, it. It'd be very strange. Like, But the most... <sighs> You would probably meet your wife. She'd probably be doing stripping early on. It wasn't... It's yeah. usually No, 20s. I get that. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in your 20s when you start stripping, I don't think a lot of people have like a midlife crisis. Like, hey, I'm 40. You know what? I want to be a stripper now. Like, that doesn't usually happen. It probably does, but I would say it's probably out of a relationship it would happen. Yeah, like, yeah, there, there's there's prerequisites, I think, to the relationship, right? I mean, yeah. we're totally speaking out of turn because I have no idea yeah, I, we, uh, we about know. that kind of lifestyle. We, um, all, we all know. But someone who do who does knows about who does it, knows who does know about it, Nick, hit us up with this this thing. We'll just jump into this because this is yeah. So it could be completely. This is the best thing, thing. you know. <laughs> as we were doing research, we were like, sort okay, your site, your how the hell are we gonna do this show about strippers? We know nothing about strippers. We're so ignorant about it, and we're just not interested in it. So we're like, how are we gonna do this? So we started going online, and we're like looking at different uh, articles and stuff like that, and we came across one at City World News. <laughs> City World News. It's a pretty dot um, com, not dot org. Very com. respected publication on the uh, internet. Their tagline is. Trust us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't check our facts. We're good. You're good. But anyway, the title of the article was called Woman Raising Her Young Daughter to Be a Stripper. And how do I not click on that when I'm doing information, like we're doing it's research like, for this kind of show? So Paris Adams, 32, strips to get revenge on men. Okay, that's this is real. Quote, Men are obsessed, sex-obsessed pigs who have exploited women for millions of years. Don't go too far. You're going to spoil everything else. Yeah. So essentially what she's doing is she she's taking revenge and she's using men's exploitation as her reason for doing these things. But it goes even further to talk about how she's teaching her 11-year-old daughter to be a stripper. And when I say she's teaching her 11-year-old daughter, I mean they built their living room as a like a strippers like a, a like a strip club it's a strip it's club nice. it has a stage it has a pole it has tables surrounding it it has, it has the bar too, it, i mean it has everything and then the the woman the her name is paris is actually dressing up as different kinds of men and reacting in different situations for her 11 year old daughter to interact and get them to the vip room and how to get the most money out of them she's working on her form as a pole dancer like aerobics and all this crazy stuff she's 11 years old but it's all an act of feminism Nick. It, it, well so that's what she's saying it's it's a feminist yeah. thing and that she's she's utilizing this so that because you can't trust men, you have to revenge. Uh, you have to revenge them. You have to revenge them. Um, yeah, but I really want to know like the basis for all of this. Like, what happened to this woman? Because obviously, at 20, 21, she had her daughter. Because she's thirty two now. Right. So right. what happened in that relationship or prior to that made her basically snap and say, "To hell with all men! I'm gonna exploit them for their money." 
I just want to know that part of this story. It's not there. It's which not is there. Disappointing. There is some missing pieces that leave you wanting more of uh, the story. But you know what's funny? Like, I, well, it's not funny, but we were doing all this research, right? And you know, there was one article that said a hundred percent of women in the uh, sex industry or, or sexual industry, like stripping, uh, will experience some kind of psychosexual trauma. 100% of them. So something had to have happened. I'm sure that she was groped. She was. She could have been raped. She could have been I'm, assaulted. She before stripping, too. It yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This could have started saying, way before. So I don't know. We don't have the reason why she is a stripper. I don't know if this was the sole reason that she wanted to exploit men. I don't know that. We don't. It's a lot of missing information that is pertinent to what I want to know. It is. <laughs> it's just kind of funny, though, because her, like, her logic's just kind of bouncing all over the place and... and her um, logic, we're going to jump to that right now. Yeah, let's talk about the story. sound because of what she kind of compares it to how people push their kids into being doctors, professional athletes. And like you have these moms who are pushing their kids to be beauty pageant like contestants at age like five and six. And you've seen those shows. They're disgusting. Like the amount of pressure they put on these little kids. Oh, yeah. Kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, some kids eat it up. Like, yeah, I want to be the center of attention. I want to be number one. But, like, what you're creating is so damning for their psyche. Eventually, you're not going to, like, you cannot sustain this life. Yeah. So it becomes a, a matter of morality or ethics when, in reality, the, the, the profession itself is legal in, I think, most states, if not all of them. Um, so. Uh, but but there's some weird stuff in the article where she talks about how her daughter she's gonna raise her daughter to be a lesbian because she doesn't want her to depend okay, yeah, on men. Well, that's and, for later. Well, but I'm right saying right now I'm like the logicality of what she's saying is somewhat sound, somewhat. But she also talks about that she wants that, but she also says that it's because men have been exploiting her, so she's exploiting men as revenge. So right. it's it's revenge, it's feminism, it's it's all these things, and it they're kind of counterintuitive. Like so, it's, I mean, it's kind of weird. And yet you're selling yourself to, I mean, you are taking their money for their, mm -hmm. their greed, their lust. Like you are doing that. That is true. Um, but at the same time, when you're, you're pushing on someone else, that's where I draw the line. Like you, you shouldn't have that for anyone. Like you shouldn't push anyone to do something they're not comfortable doing or don't understand completely. Maybe. Right. Even though it is legal, it's just, you're having people. Just, it's a fine line, right? I mean, look at her her daughter in some kind of disgusting way that they, at 11 years old, she shouldn't have to feel those feelings or want to feel those feelings or seek out a need to feel those feelings. Yeah, you're kind of yeah, you're kind of putting your shit on her. It's, yeah. yeah, it's definitely uh, indoctrination too of like her ideals and but every parents, kind of way. Parents do that for everything, so I don't know that you could go back and I forth. Agree that. So but like, let me ask you a that question. State of like you, I don't, I don't even know how to quantify. <laughs> how an 11-year-old would react to this. So let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. Let me ask you. So can stripping be a form of feminism in your in your own? Yeah, in that way. I totally agree with that. I mean, you are you are taking advantage of a man and to So wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. So taking advantage of a man is feminism? No, but in her eyes she is belittling this man because she is empowering herself, becoming more. I don't think than belittling the man is a part of it. I don't um, think that's she's, feminism. She's teaching her daughter how to uh, entice men and get them to bend to her will. And that so, is in in a way, and she talks about in the article how to um, um, mislead them, how to manipulate their feelings. Sure, that's. I feel like that's belittling men at. at what I'm saying is that's not. I don't think feminism at its core no, it's is about empowering her becoming yeah. more than um, a man seeking her out, basically. And that's that. 
that would empower me if women were coming to me throwing money at me. I'm not gonna lie. Like, oh yeah, that guy's you know he's so hot. Like, yeah, I am. Thank you. And like, here's my and here's money. Like, that's cool. So that would empower me like just emotionally. But so am I using as a form of uh, is there a masculine is there is there a term for that? Well, mimonism. No, <laughs> it's not. But is it just pigheadedness, macho? Uh, well, what I'm saying is so yeah, like it's an. Imp- so in that case, in your argument, like if it's feminism, it's it's a empowering women because you know what they they're not ashamed of themselves. They can create a uh, you know a platform for themselves or and, whatever. And but, she's also turning this money into like stock opportunities. She's doing things like supposedly good with it. Like she's actually investing and whatnot. But is it helping other women? Well, that's my point. So, like, I don't know that it's a form of feminism. I think she's kind of riding that as a crux. We talked about this a little bit or a pre-production kind of thing. And how we were going to form something later on, but like, is she if if she got a bunch of women involved in this, yes. and and it is empowering them to like kind of let go of that stigma and all that. Yes, it could be, it could be a form of fem- feminism. If it's like a cult following kind of right now, she has one girl, her daughter that we know of, is being transformed into this. So. But let me ask you. So, but the the the. The ultimate driver of, of women going to stripping, I think, is financial gain. I think that's the number one reason because they can make so much money. It can be so lucrative for them, all that stuff. So if it's the number one driver, then it's not feminism. It's not because you're just empowering yourself. You're not just going to do it to show that women can do anything. You're doing it to make money. And you're whether you're exploiting people or not is irrelevant. So you're not actually trying to be a feminist. You're not actually uplifting women. Would it be feminism if she said, I don't want your money and I'm just here? No, I think it would be feminism. No, because that's just stupid. Is it though? Because she's there like, hey, I can show myself. I don't care. If that was none like... Of you gotta, none of you guys are going to get me. None of you guys are going to be I part think if of my she life. was like with a group of women, just just normal women that, that, you know, they wanted to build each other up and they said, you know what? As an exercise, let's all go down to the strip club for like a weekend or something like that. And let's all get up there and show how powerful we are. And it doesn't matter like what our bodies look like. It doesn't matter who we are and we're going to express ourselves. We still are beautiful no matter what, that kind of thing. So I could see that. But she's talking about how much money she's making, all that kind of stuff. I think the feminism thing is just bullshit and she's just using it as a crux. I don't think it's bullshit. I think she's like, truly believes that. Like you well, can believe what you want to believe. Sure. But it's not feminism because she's not helping anybody else out. She's helping her and her daughter. To get theirs, it's got to start somewhere. So then, what about the 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 eleven year old? So, is that a, is it appropriate to teach an eleven year old how to be a successful stripper? I mean, there's parts that are successful. Like she's teaching her, like like I said, investing, and uh, I mean, it is a quick way to make money. Hours are good, um, but the psychological damage is the only part I would really worry about. Like. Yeah, the guys aren't supposed to touch, you know, whatever on that. And like, I just, I just don't know how. Yes you, or no, Justin? You gotta, you know, shit or get off the pot. You know, which which side are you on? Is it? I'm appropriate? gonna go no, just because psychologically, that girl's gonna be so screwed up. She'll so, be just like her mother. So then, on the opposite end of the spectrum, if I'm gonna like take the, you know, uh, devil's advocate, you know, people push them like you said earlier they push their kids into doing all kinds of crazy shit like you could argue that those fucking pageant moms oh they're crazy oh they yeah. may be even worse they don't because deserve to have kids oh my god and like the stage mothers and you know the the even com- sports people man like you push your kid and like they end up hurting like their arms they yeah. can't do anything like you push them so hard so and then like you know indian americans you know they've got to be a doctor 
So th- those families are they do that all the time, and you know nobody says boo. But here she is. She's but trying to teach her a profession. If you go back to a lot of the relationships with their their families, it's not there, or it's, it usually breaks apart. I know. I'm not saying that it's not going to fuck everything up. What I'm asking is, is it appropriate? She's teaching her how to become a, a, a professional. So, and you could say, well, you know, it's an adult profession, whatever. So is every other profession. Like you're not, you can't be a lawyer until you're like 21, right? To get to bar and all that kind of shit. So it's the same concept. So you could argue both. And it's a legal profession, whether you agree with morality or not. I don't know how. In- I mean, you could go that way. You could say it's kind it's- of like a professional athlete because you make so much money. You're only going to do it for like 10 years. You have well, like a, you have, there's a, definitely a lifespan on a stripper. You I think can't the, be doing it like your fifties and like making the same bucks as you were in your twenties. But the difference with the professional athlete is there's very few, the, the small percentage of people that can become professional. Athletes. I would say there's a very small percentage of strippers too. If you went to the well, whole not that country, they not because they can't do it. It's because they, they don't want to True. do it. Yeah. So with well, athletes, it's because you physically can't do it. I mean, these are special people and professional I, I athletes. Would, you could, you could, argue a lot of strippers have talent I mean, no, no i'm not saying they don't but i'm saying i think it's it's a talent that's not as specific that's yeah. what i'm saying well all right so <laughs> going back to what she said about having her be a lesbian oh yeah okay so then does your parents can your parents help you decide or influence your sexual orientation justin i mean they can definitely influence it you could say i mean I believe that you're born that way. That's how I believe. I don't, I don't think... I mean, you could settle if you want to settle. Like, if you just like, hey, I just, I don't want to deal with men or I don't want to deal with women, so I will just settle and you know go the normal way or the abstract way, I suppose, how you even look at that. I don't care. Like, you do what you want to do. I'm not going to force... Like, I don't force my son, like, oh, you, like, you have to like girls. You have to like boys. It is what it is. And I hope they can make that own, their own choice. But I would, what she says, I'm going to turn my girl into a lesbian. I'll make sure she is a lesbian. Yeah, that should never happen to <laughs> anyone. Should, so I think that's worse than teaching her how to be a stripper is talking that she's going to have to be a lesbian or some yeah, shit Yeah, like because this girl has no sense of self, I think. Like, so, she'll never have a sense of self. And there goes the feminism argument out the window. So now you're saying it's a choice. You're doing all these things. You're now, I mean, you now, can be a feminist and still like men. That's normal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, just, it, you're just fighting for women's rights, basically. It's all that really is. It's just stupid. Like that's just like it. That's why I have such a problem with this lady. Like she's just all over the place. I get it. She has some some points or whatever. But yeah, it, she's got logic. She, she contradicts herself. And when you put it on someone else, that's like you're you're stripping yourself of everything you're saying because you're you're forcing her. You weren't forced to do any of this, from what we understand. We don't know if she was forced, and we don't know anything about her mother or her father or her family life. But when you force it upon another individual that may be your daughter, sure, whatever, it's just not right. Yeah. You just can't do it. Well, and just it's just dumb and ignorant. Like, I think that parents can't have an influence. You know what I mean? Like those people who are closet cases because they're so um, insecure about it because they've been taught one way. So, yeah, so if she wants, they're if she terrified. wants to fuck her up even more, I, you know, I think it's worse. So. I mean, everyone knows, like, has a friend that's gay usually that their parents were accepting. And then the other side where the parents just totally cut them off or, like, cut them off for a while until they kind of accepted it. So it's not their, it's not your, I guess it's not, uh, I don't, I'm not gay, so I don't know how this is, but you should be comfortable with, you know, being yourself, obviously. And it's not your problem with your parents think. Say, listen, screw them. Listen, if it was a choice... I think a lot of guys would, you know, jump ship. I really do, man. Can you imagine, like, just, you know, 
having another guy around the house, you got better income, you know, they make about 20% more than women, so you got a little bit more money flowing in, shit gets done around the house, you're not, you know, you split the yard work. I'm just saying, like, there's some appealing things. If it was a choice, I think you'd see some no, more people uh, You know what, Nick? I kind of agree with that, but know who really got it made? Freaking like that, uh, like the Mormons pretty much. Like, I could have multiple wives. That would be the dream. To so have multiple not all wives. Mormons believe in I know, polygamy. That's true. You, that the is... guy in Utah, they had that show. I forgot his name. It was the Duggars. Is that his name? The I Duggars? don't know what the hell you're talking about. Okay, my wife watches a show about the Duggars. And this guy's got like seven wives. And they all live in their own house. Ugh. And like they all have their own kids. Oh my and god! And they all have no. like, like, hey, you're the sex wife. You're the cookie. Like they all have. That's that's like. No. That's what I want. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> no, like no, that would be horrible. Yeah. Have you ever seen a group of women like interact dream. just in general? Well, they have problems, of course. And it's then, also dramatized for TV. I believe. Well, uh, but then, but a group of women just in general, even if they're friends, oh, it's so passive aggressive and catty. And then it could be they could all be like. And now you throw them. like love and sex and all this emotion into it because of oh, this. One man? Oh it could be God. interesting. I could dig it. Let's no. see how this goes. It would be miserable. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> well, he's got he's got his own reality show and he's doing fine. So, so then, all right, last question about this, and then we'll we'll move on uh, to our our skit. Um, what's going to happen to this daughter? Is she going to be successful? What, what what do you make of this? You know what? I'm going to go on on the record and say she will be. <laughs> she's she's going to be. She'll a be successful... successful stripping, but her 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 mind. And she, I'm going to say she'll have some crazy therapy. Like it's, it's definite. She should be in therapy right now. And, uh, she'll probably be, uh, I'm going to say, oh my God. I'm going to say she'll get like, abused somehow by some man. I, I just feel like that that's in the cards. And I feel like uh, it's not going to go well for her eventually. I don't think so. So I think the opposite. I don't think she's going to be uh, a successful stripper at all. I think she's going to be put off by the whole thing. I want you to think about when you were growing up, when your parents told you to do something, you did the exact opposite. Like, I, I think she's going to get so turned off by it that um, she's going to go into some, she's going to have some serious problems. Well, I, I think if that happens and she, like, denounces her mother, her mother might kill her. Like, no joke. I think, like, that would be, like, you know how disheartening that would be? You've had, the, like, those crazy parents that are, like, you know they'll just either disconnect completely yeah because you didn't grow up to what i wanted you to be yeah her mom will have a she might take her own life i yeah. don't even know like so can you imagine i just want you to like play that scenario out like so the mother is so disheartened because her daughter didn't become a stripper <laughs> justin we have a reliable source to answer all these questions oh really yep guess who just woke up took him long enough chase Chase, are you there? I'm here. All right, Chase. How's it going? Via satellite. Yeah. <laughs> via FaceTime. <laughs> FaceTime, FaceTime, FaceTime. So, Chase. Chase, Justin, has an 11-year-old daughter. And almost 11. Almost 11. Chase, she's 11, okay? <laughs> For the sake of the argument, <laughs> your daughter's 11. Emily, the future stripper, is 11. That's how this is going to work, okay? So, Chase... Speaking from a person that has an 11-year-old daughter who could potentially be a stripper, would you be okay with your daughter stripping once she becomes an adult? Would you be okay with that? Um, I it it wouldn't be easy, I think, to uh, accept that. But ultimately, I mean, I'm accepting of uh, 
a person becoming their own. You know, I mean, I, I encourage individuality, and, and I mean, people have the free will to, to do what they want to do in life. So, I what I think initially, I mean, it would be kind of like a shock, and I'd be like, uh, "Wow, oh my god!" But you know, I mean, if that's something that was like she felt that was something she needed to pursue whether it was like financially or whatever maybe just to get a, a start uh get her through college or whatever i mean i think ideally i wouldn't like it to be like some lifelong career but i understand that it's you know i mean it's yeah there's so many different there's so many different factors i mean it's it's a place uh where people go to worship women so i mean it's it's it can be a form of feminism. Um, I mean, it's you can be successful financially doing it. Obviously, it can maybe it helps you pay pay for college. Maybe it helps you buy a house. Maybe, you know, all the things that you are hopefully going to achieve later in life. You know, maybe that gets you a nice little head start. So uh, I think you know realizing that and that potential. I think that would be um, okay. Like obviously, if she were okay with it, then then. I, <clears throat> so it I would sounds like to be okay with it good too, father but, right there. Yeah. I, no. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> sounds like, like you're really actually, ideal. you're actually pro-stripping. You're like, hey, my daughter, <laughs> you know what? I've read I'm, some facts. I'm and... not going to be able to put you through college, so. Yeah, Kanda's looking pretty nice right now. <laughs> plan B, <laughs> the pink pony. <laughs> I have a backup. <laughs> All right, well, that's okay. Um, so, so, so I agree with you. Your you name. probably wouldn't be okay with it, but you would accept it. Is that what you're I, saying? I would accept. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not a hundred percent like, yeah, go and do this. This is, you know, but uh, you're not a hundred percent go and do this. It, what, what percentage are you of go and do this? Uh, like ten percent. <laughs> so about ten percent of you. Just so I'm clear, about ten percent of you really wants your daughter to go strip to get through college. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an honest one right there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, Fair no. enough. You can't say zero because that's just like so, closed-minded right there. I, I yeah. cannot. I can't. It's like right. I'm not going to handle this yeah. well. Also, then you can't just assume that you're going to have to pay for it. Like, what if she wants to go to medical school? You know what the fucking cost of medical school is? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, go take your clothes off. I hope off. the best for her. That's all I can really say. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Future's not looking good. I don't know. <laughs> She'll be fine. I'm just kidding, Chase. Well, At least you're, you're yeah, open-minded. I mean, minded. Like, you're not, you're not I, mean I don't think a, a parent should decide, like, uh, you know, or, or force a, a child into, okay, yeah, you're going to be a doctor because we that's what we say. Um, you know, I don't think that, I think it's it's no different, really. I mean, the scenario, it's it's something that, that your child has to do what they want to do to be happy in life. So if that's what it is, then that's what it is. So. <laughs> Oh like God! It. Well, so all right, so um, we're gonna put this in the vault, and then in, <laughs> if she's eleven, so then seven. in seven years we're gonna come back and revisit this, and we'll see if Chase has a different perspective. Um, so Fair that's enough. what we'll do. We'll this, compare and contrast could, her. That's the, that's the beauty of recording all these conversations; they never go away. Chase, we're gonna revisit yeah. this unless the hard yeah, drives okay. melt oh, so. or their servers go down. <laughs> you know, so then Chase, when we revisit this in 7 years, are you going to be disappointed? How much of you is going to be disappointed if she's not a stripper? Uh, if she's not, I, I mean I wouldn't be disappointed at all. Um, if anything, I think is <laughs> so 100% not disappointed yeah. that she wasn't a stripper. 100%. Not at 10%. But 10% of you secretly wants her to be a stripper. Okay, we're just trying to understand who you are as a person. I think it's going to connect to the audience. 
or not. I think in, in, in seven years, I might even be less open-minded than I am now. I don't know. You'll be no. an old bigot. Um, yeah. Hating yep, everyone. That could be. Goddamn strippers ruining the world. <laughs> yep. Probably be a stripper president. And, you know, that's how this is going. We'll, we'll, we'll see what changes in seven years. Who knows? Maybe strippers are saving the world at that point. I don't know. Um, they're not. They're not. <laughs> Newsflash. I just got back. And they're not. From 2026. And it's, they're not. It's the same. All right. Let's All right. So, on. you know, um, so now that Chase has joined us, this is a great segue. What we can do is we can go into our trailer. So we did a little project. And the project was really, what if this lady, this Paris Adams, we turn that into a feature film? And we have a trailer to portray that. So yeah, let's luckily have all that background. Yeah. And I'm ready to hear this, Justin. Here for 16 years, she's been the subject for male objectification. Nice shoes. Great job on those TPI reports. Happy birthday. Oh, is that a new hair color? I love it. You're wearing buttons. Do you tan? Yeah, you wore makeup. Finally. I like your skin. Have you lost weight? Looks like you woke up on the right side of the bed. But there's only so much one woman can take. I'd like to watch you walk away. <laughs> I hate to, I like to see you. I hate, hate to see you leave, leave but I love to watch you go. Love to watch you go. Hate to see you go, but love to watch you leave. Sure. Something like that. Something about your ass. Before she snaps. I quit. London, where is this all coming from? We can make this environment work for you. I don't understand what's going on. No, Roger. Men are sex-obsessed pigs who have exploited women for millions of years. London Brooks is not your typical feminist. I could be your typical feminist, start dressing like a man, cut my hair short, grow a mustache, climb the corporate ladder, and file sexual discrimination lawsuits. But again, she's not your typical feminist. But the most effective feminism and way to get revenge on men is to take your clothes off for money. She's been exploited for her body. But now she's going to exploit them for their money. And she takes no prisoners. Hey, honey, I'm home. Love those boobies. This is the last time you'll ever objectify me in front of our daughter. Listen to me, Emily. That wasn't your dad. Who was he? That was everything that's wrong with this world. And it's spelled M-E-N. Men? Men. They've been exploiting us for millions of years. Millions. But it's going to be okay, Emily. You know what we're going to do? Probably call the cops. No, that's more men. We're going to move to Springfield, Oregon, and we're going to open up our own strip club. What? And we're going to exploit those men for all their money. All their money. And that's the best revenge we could ever ask for. Why, why are we avenging? Because they've been exploiting us for so long. Millions of years. Millions. Million. But we're going to turn those millions of years into millions of dollars. Oh, that sounds nice. Also, we're going to be lesbians. Together? No, Emily, with 
with other lesbians. Um, is, is, it, is it a choice now, Mom? Is it? When you're a goddess, it's always a choice. So listen to her, Emily. Follow your dreams of being a zoologist. Don't you dare criticize me in front of our daughter about stripping professionally. Parents push their kids into being doctors and lawyers, and nobody gets their panties twisted over that. Emily will be a strong, feminist, lesbian stripper out to get men's money. Yeah. I want her to get that money and then invest it in stocks and bonds and mutual funds yeah. so she'll have a secure financial future. Currently, I have $2 million in my investment portfolio after 10 years of work, and I'm also encouraging her to do the same. And we'll both be lesbians because we won't be exploited by men. Shoot him, Mom! Emily, we're finally free. It feels good. It does. Julia Roberts is London Brooks in London Brooks is Standing Up. <laughs> Love those boobies. Don't we all? We do, we do. So that was that. I don't know what the hell that was, but that's what we came up with. It went a lot of different directions, but uh, that wasn't the one we intended at first, actually. No, we started off on a different path, but you know what? It worked. It worked. And <laughs> shooting the husband and murdering the husband uh, or the dad, <laughs> that was... I was all Justin. Yeah, violence is always my answer. Guns make everything more fun. That's just truth. That is, that is. When you can shoot somebody, and I think I used a, an assault rifle, <laughs> or she used she an was, assault rifle. She was packing heat, man. Yeah. So she's ultra feminism. Yeah, yeah, the one thing, you know, you, you look at movies in general, and if without violence, you know, it's not that much fun. Yeah, it's not an escape if you can't murder somebody. It's, it's actually kind of disappointing how many movies have to have violence to have, like, come back to convince, though. Like, they have to have something die. Like, in every movie, someone has to die. You yeah. don't need those stakes in every movie. Well, yeah, but you do. You do. <laughs> but you do. Yeah, you do. I don't like, believe you do, but we as a society believe you do. That's what that's what gets those tickets sold, Michael when, Bay. When people don't die, it sucks. Like, all right, so what? my girl. If my girl, if he didn't <laughs> die, that movie would suck. <laughs> that's true. You're Thomas like, bites it with the bees. You're like, seriously, you told this whole fucking story? No one cares. Oh, that You better part kill was that harsh. Macaulay Culkin he, he kid. He his glasses. He can't see. He's in hell right now. <laughs> <laughs> the bees are buzzing over his lifeless corpse right yeah, now. Yeah, do you know what would have happened if he didn't die? An old pop singer would be touching all over him. Oh, and Mandy Moore and like that one Walk to Remember movie, that destroys you when she dies. No, I was I was ready for <laughs> it. Oh my god, Mandy Moore. Oh my, my movie I like her in, really. But anyway, Anyways, so that's the direction we go. Yeah, we went crazy and you know, whatever. And we had fun and uh, I enjoyed playing an eleven year old girl. <laughs> I almost could say it with this. Please stop talking. Sounded just like Chase's daughter. <laughs> oh Jesus. Anyways, moving on to the movie goat. So let's roll that clip, son. Movie goat! Last week, Apollo 13 faced off against 2001 A Space Odyssey to decide the greatest of all time astronaut movie. Tom Hanks and company outsmart Howe's Twitter deems Apollo 13 the winner. Apollo 13 lands at number 8 on the movie GOAT list, 
Remember to follow us on Twitter at movie underscore goat. Hashtag vote the goat. Uh, this is Houston. Uh, say again, please. Houston, we have a problem. Say again. Houston, we have a problem. And we're back. And I'll give you the reins the rest, Nick. You're the host. Come on, what are we doing today? All right, so we're doing the movie Goat. It is the greatest of all time movie with a stripper in it. Is that yeah. accurate? Movie with a stripper. I'll say in it. featuring one, a little more prominent role than just having a stripper in the background. Or something. No, I think you could go with just a stripper. Like, so if you wanted to do like the whole ID four thing, she where... was a stripper. She had a prominent role, and, and it, there she was saved the universe. She didn't do anything. Are you kidding me? She rescued the president's wife. Yeah, and what did that do for her? She died. It gave him hope to save the country. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done all that crap he did. He wouldn't have been a fighter pilot again without her. He would have been like, I, I, my wife's here. I gotta fuck my daughter. My wife's gone. I'm gonna kill myself now. That's what he went. He went full on board to save the world. If his wife was alive, he would have been more uh, hesitant and probably been more diplomatic about it. So, well, all right. So then let me ask you this. If... Um, because the daughter of the president knows that her mother was somewhat saved by a stripper, does she grow up to be a stripper like Chase's She's daughter? around the same age? I'm saying yes. Yeah, I'm going to say yes And do well. strippers do save the world, like Chase said. That's what happens. Yeah. They take over the presidency. She's, <laughs> she murders her father to be next in line because somehow she's the next in line after all the deaths that have occurred in this movie. He writes out new legislation for his daughter to be president. Done. But then in that movie, no one dies. <laughs> nope. No one yep, can. There you go. All right. A, a, white, a, a white woman is finally president. All right. So, Justin, I'm still kind of new to this movie goat thing. So well, how, do we, oh, how does it work? Well, actually, it's changing for the, three, the, the trifecta here, the three-people okay. triangle. Yeah. Finally doing it. So for this one, we'll do opening statements, only two minutes, knocking down a minute. And then we'll have the teardown of each other's movies, which is only a minute, which will be hard because we're tearing down two movies now instead of just the one. Oof. And then we'll have 30 seconds to clap back, which is going to be really difficult because, you know, that's 15 seconds per movie if you're really good at, you know, uh, compartmentalizing all that crap. So, Nick, I'm going to jump on mine real quick. Okay. I chose Planet Terror. Planet Terror. What did you choose, Chase? I chose Sin City. Nice. Sin City. Nick, what'd you got? I went with From Dusk Till Dawn. Ah, so it's the Robert Rodriguez trifecta as well. That's crazy. And it was not a stripper. It's like like the protagonist. It was not on purpose. It wasn't. It was not. I think that tells us something about Robert Rodriguez. I haven't seen a lot of stripper movies to begin with. So mine was a very narrow list. Independence Day almost got it. Well, so Chase, Chase has a huge library of stripper films. So Chase, tell us some of these other stripper films that you have. I honestly, I, I, I had to Google uh, movies because I, I don't, I mean, I even for, uh, you I know, forgot Googles. that, uh, what was, um, well, Independence Day, of course, um, I didn't, honestly didn't even remember that, that Dogma was, had like a, oh yeah, Dogma like was up there too, oh, or whatever, damn. but, oh, Selma Hayek, <laughs> um, yeah, that's fine, oh wow, so we've got, um, a lot in common here, yeah, that's Showgirls is up common. there, yeah, not Showgirls really. is a terrible film. But it's fun to watch. It's not fun to watch. It's a horrible movie. Go rewatch it. It's fun. No. It's a fun time. I'm not going to do it. We're going to do it for our thing. <laughs> we <laughs> talked about it earlier off the air and no one knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. So Justin talked about like creepily jacking off and then skeeting on someone's back. Wait, what? No. That's not at all. That is exactly what, what you were just talking about. I was referencing our other idea to do a podcast uh, like show. <laughs> and for the record, Chase and I were not on board. 
Just so we're clear, we steered him. That in was the right an Antonio direction. Brown conversation, and what I how I related to that guy. <laughs> it's an A B conversation. And so you can see your way out of the NFL there, Antonio Brown. C U M your way out of the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this is all right. All right. Uh, it's so that has become awful. Uh, um. Anyways, so yeah. So as I said, two minutes. Um. How we want to do this? Do you want me to start things? Chase, you want to start things? Nick yeah. So let's things? go with Chase. We've been talking so much. I all feel right, like. Chase. Chase, you got two. minutes. Minutes to tell us why Sin City is the greatest of all time movie with a stripper. Good job. Did it. All right, when you start talking, I'll start your timer. All right. Sin City. Sin City. This is a great graphic novel written by uh, Frank Miller, but this was adapted into a a film. This is an an Eisner Award winning comic series come to life, and and, uh, it's just in in a live action feature. Um, and this adaptation directed by Robert Rodriguez, uh, it, it's got these um, interweaving um, plot lines, these storylines that um, that kind of go throughout the, uh, the the series. It does kind of jump around um, in terms of you know the books, but uh, but yeah, it's a violent crime noir um, that gives it's the way that this was brought to life on screen. Um, Use use such a unique uh, color processing and the way that um, the just the visuals are are shown. I mean, it's just it's phenomenal. I mean, it was the like a, the first of its kind. Um, I think the way that this was rendered and everything. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's stylized um, violence and 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 everything. Of course, it's all it's all um, you know stereotypical Robert Rodriguez stuff there, but. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a good story. The the plot kind of goes in and out. You know, it's uh, d- you know these these different characters that it's telling the story of. Um, but essentially, it's you know it's uh, it it follows uh, the story. All right, so it follows the story. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm messing up here. Um, that where the. The, the, a man who embarks on sort of like a brutal rampage. Um, he's he's uh, revenging his his sweetheart's uh, killer. Um, he's he's just taking out anybody that gets in his way, even the police. Um, and he's trying to find the murderer, and then it kind of switches focus. Um, you know where you get caught in sort of like a street war That's with all a you group do. of prostitutes. You're done. And gr- You're done. Oh, okay. yeah, there's a break sound. You're next or me, Nick? What you want to do? All right, so Justin, I'll uh, I'll take the road. You go. Uh, yeah, right. I'll go. So I've got two minutes for my case for dust till dawn. Is that how we're yeah. doing this? All right. All right, I'm ready. Um, so from dust till dawn, the reason it is the greatest of all time movie with a stripper in it is because one, the stripper, it is Selma Hayek. Doesn't get much better than that. I love Selma Hayek, and she's got she's got a nice stripper form. She really does. It's a nice stripper form. You know, I, I don't think you can get any better than that. She's very top heavy is what I'm trying to say. All right. So, but you also have different elements too. One is you've got a lot of the setting is in a strip club and then they do a twist. They take it a completely different direction where you're thinking, oh, this is going to be your typical stripper movie. Wrong. It's a vampire movie. <laughs> Who would have thought? Okay. So now I've got strippers, I've got vampires, and now I have Harvey Keitel. I mean, how else can you... I mean, then, 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 Juliette Lewis is the daughter? Natural Born Killers? Okay, so now I have this all-star cast. George Clooney shows up. He's all right, you know? 
so. And now you got all this death, destruction, and everything with uh, killing vampires. And I think there's a vampire nest. And I think what, the dude that played Shaft uh, is in it too, the black dude. He's in it. And he shows up and he's trying to kill vampires. And then something about, uh, what's his name? Quentin Tarantino. He's also in it. And he tries to rape Juliette Lewis. But then he doesn't rape Juliette Lewis. And then he dies. And then everybody gets what's theirs. And. It is just a great film. How much time do I have left? I got 30 seconds left to ramble on about From Dusk Till Dawn. Also, the the title is very fitting because <laughs> it starts at dusk and ends at dawn. So you know exactly what you're getting into before you go into this film. Okay? So, takeaways. Top Heavy Selma Hayek, Harvey Keitel... Quentin Tarantino's a creepy guy that dies, and it is exactly what it says it is, from dusk till dawn. Also vampires and the guy from Shaft. Done. And nailed it. Wow, that was great. All right, my turn. Yeah, how are you going to, yeah, let's go. Two minutes. Planet Terror. Also, you know what you're getting into with this movie's title. (laughs) There's going to be terrifying things. And I'll see your vampires and raise it zombies, my friend, because I got zombie chemical experiments Harvey Keitel, how about Bruce Willis? How about Bruce Willis in my fucking movie? Because he's the shit. He didn't mention Bruce Willis in his movie. He, he probably should have. You sucked. Bruce Willis is 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 perfect because he's not totally in the movie the entire time. He's not scene stealing, he's not movie stealing. But my stripper, Rose McGowan, not even a total stripper. She's a go-go dancer, baby. So she's got some pride in her. She ain't taking off her clothes for nobody. And she's got a fucking machine gun for a leg. A machine gun for a leg. How awesome is that? Do you have that in your movies? Nope, you don't. I have awesome ultra violence. They went crazy with the blood splatter, the zombie effects. It is disgusting. Their face is melting. I have a character who chops dude's balls off and keeps their testicles, and then he die, or does he die? He gets, he gets testicles fed to him. What kind of movie is this here? What are we talking about? This is awesome. And I even talked about, this is a double feature grindhouse with Death Proof, but they also have trailers for Machete with Danny, Danny Trejo, who you failed to mention Danny Trejo in your movie, who is a national Mexican treasure. <laughs> Danny Trejo is a shit, and he plays his Machete version in these, in these freaking trailers that are just as good as the Grindhouse movie and you have Eli Roth doing a trampoline horror movie. You get all this crap in this movie and I love it. It's 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 batshit crazy. I'm not going to lie. It also has freaking... Oh my gosh, Josh Brolin in this movie. Josh Brolin playing this evil character and a, a look like Uma Thurman in there. And I... A kid gets shot in the face by his own gun. You guys got that kind of stuff? This goes there, baby. Time. See, I can... I love Planet Terror. Uh, all right, all right, Shades. Oh, we're super passionate about it. Time to tear down our movies, buddy. All right, so he has right. so one how does minute. This work? He's he got has, one minute. He's got one minute to tear down our two movies. Both our correct? movies. That's okay. gonna be tough. Go that for it. Tough. One minute per movie? No, no dumbass. He's, one minute. God one minute. Okay, it. one minute for both movies. One minute yeah, for both. This is hardcore parkour. Okay, yeah, this is man. This is quite a rush here. All right, let's go. All right, so from dusk till dawn. Um, I mean, it's hmm, it kind of starts off weak. Um, I would say so weak that they had to adapt it into a TV series decades later in an attempt to try to correct the lack of character development, um, at least for the geckos. Uh, we're, we're robbed of any decent amount of screen time for good characters like Santinico Pandemonium. Um, you have a handful of random people that finally band together 
when and when the fighting begins i mean you kind of see the potential where you know maybe where this is going for a brief moment and then it all kind of starts to go downhill again so i don't know in my eyes instead of titling this from dusk till dawn they should uh, fucking call it from nothing until nothing um i don't know because the setup takes way too long for something you already know what you're getting into. I mean, they ruined it in the trailers. I mean, anybody that's watching it after the fact, you know you're getting into vampire stuff, so that it's it's ruined Time. for everybody. But you didn't, you didn't uh, even touch my movie. Damn it. I didn't even get to Planet Terror. <laughs> Go for it. All right, so I got to tear down Sin City and uh, Planet Terror, yeah. and I got one minute to do this. Okay, I'm ready. All right, so Planet Terror, first of all, you already made your argument for you. You didn't say she was a stripper, so it can't be the greatest movie of all time of, with a stripper in it if there's no stripper. She's a go-go dancer with a machine gun for a leg. That's not the same as a stripper. You failed, you lose. That sucks. So also, uh, what, are you, what are you, would you do? Sin City? Sin City? Um, call me when it's in Technicolor. Nobody wants to see strippers that are in black and white, okay? So, and I think there's a tar pit at some point in time. So, and also you didn't even mention the stripper at all. You didn't even mention it was Jessica Alba or anything like that. And she's like a bean pole. She's not stripper size. You know, um, Planet Terror. Also, it would have been cooler if you, if Death Proof, if Kurt Russell was in it instead of um, what you, who you said. So, how much time do I have? About 15 seconds. Um, so, yeah, no strippers. Okay, got it. Done. Nailed. I just like to run all the way out. All right. <clears throat> so I have one minute to basically do this. All right, and I am starting. Sin City, only problem with that one is it's all style. It's just all, it looks cool, but I don't give a shit about anybody in that movie. Like, I could care less. I don't know their names. Uh, you didn't even mention freaking um, Lord of the Rings guy. Oh, Frodo, you forgot to mention Elijah Frodo. Wood. Elijah Wood. He's the coolest part of the whole oh, movie. Yeah. He doesn't say a fucking word in that movie. Love it. And from dusk till dawn, I've seen it once or twice. Once again, I think that's more style too. It's about the vampires. But there are some fake-ass looking vampires in that movie. They're not really terrifying. I remember the beginning is like a bat that's flying around and gets hit by a car or some shit. Um, it does have Selma Hayek. Yes, she is beautiful. But Rose McGowan, way more voluptuous. And she's got what we call presence. Selma Hayek, take it or leave it. And then you got Jessica Alba. I mean, yeah, she's a pretty face, but like you said, what else are we doing here with the stripping thing? Not much going on. Where is she showing off? Rose McGowan's got, she's got a nice form and she is in a strip club. She just is respectable as a go-go dancer. She just, that's how she kind of compartmentalizes that Yeah, that was fun. I like the three-way weave a little more than yeah, yeah. a, a one-off So we have battle. a 30-second clap back. It's a little, so, it's oh, I forgot about that. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. 30-second yeah. yeah. clap back. So <laughs> I now I got so amped up about just doing that minute yeah. there. You're you're up here, and you need to come down here, buddy. No, I, I'm All excited. Right. I'm going to get a 30-second kind of rotate this thing around. So, Chase, you're going to have 30 All seconds right. to, to, clap, to back. clap back. All right, go for it. All right, well... Thank you so much for uh, mentioning all the characters that I didn't mention, um, so like Jessica Alba, but there's also Benicio Del Toro, Clive Owen, Mickey Rourke, Bruce Willis, of course, Elijah Wood, Michael Clark Duncan, Rosario Dawson. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great ensemble cast, so uh, fuck all that. I'm gonna use the rest of this time to, to uh, tear down Planet Terror. So you know what this is called? It's the better one of two films in an uninspired double feature because it's slightly better than Death Proof. Just some mediocre plot. Time. 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 30 seconds. All right, calm down. Damn, that goes fast. <laughs> Go for it. All right, so my clap back is also Selma Hayek in the film was the head vampire. 
Bam! Damn, I can't believe I didn't, I saved that for the last. In your face, in your face. Okay, Planet Terror, she's a go-go dancer, so again, that doesn't count. Cool machine gun for a leg, but who the hell is paying for that, okay? I want a full stripper. I don't want 75% of her. I don't want her to be mechanical. I want a whole one, okay? I'm not, do I get 75% of the tips? Also, Sin City, the only thing I remember Done. is the tar pit. Done. What tar pit are you talking about? I think it's just the ocean. It's just black no, and white. No, there's a tar pit in there. Chase, is there a tar pit? I don't think so. I think it's just water. Yeah, there, there's there's a tar pit somewhere. When? There. Told you. What are they doing a tar pit? It doesn't matter. That's the All only right, thing whatever. I remember. 30 seconds. Rose McGowan machine gun. Just the way it looks is awesome. You know what? You can put anything in that leg. Don't have to be a machine gun. She's multi-talented, multi, -talented, multi uh, she's like a Swiss army knife of strippers. Beautiful too to look at all the time. And then Sin City, I just don't care. I'll go back for Sin City. It's not a fun watch. From Dust Till Dawn, I'll give it, it's a fun watch, but I also don't go back to it. It's just, my movie is all the way, everything you ever wanted. Plus trailers for other movies you never got to see, which they should make into real movies. So they did with Machete, but time. they didn't make the horror movie into one, which time, I want to see. Time, Thanks time. Killing or Thanksgiving is what they call you that You keep one. going, but it's time. We always keep going. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Go on Twitter, at movie underscore goat, to vote which one you think is the greatest of all time movie featuring a stripper. Is it Sin City? From Dust Till Dawn or Planet Terror? I think you should put other in there. No, because then people will do that and it's annoying. Those people are assholes. Like, I were, they're like, oh, uh, none. They'll put in comments saying none. I'm like, okay, that's the point of our podcast is that we debate it, not that we have this opinion and you get to throw your two cents in. This is for us, you, you fucking self, self centered people out there. We're, we're the selfish ones. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's just, it's a, it's a poll for that. The comments are so annoying. How about none of these movies? How about you put a poll out there and... How about I put a stripper poll out there? Yeah, stripper poll. Get it? Uh oh. And, oh, oh, yes or no poll. Will Chase's daughter become uh, a stripper? Oh, no, that's off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. Well, we need to know what the people believe. Because, Chase, I think that gives you more information as a father of what direction you need to kind of steer this whole parenting thing in. You don't have those people just say yes just to be jerks. <laughs> well, you know what? That's society. And that's what Chase and his daughter are going to have to deal with. My daughter's going to be a stripper. You can make your own little song up. That'd be great. Yeah. How good are you with auto-tunes, Chase? <laughs> uh, uh, not good. Mm. 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 Anyways, vote the goat. Hashtag vote the goat. That's what we say for fun. And uh, yeah. Uh. Um, anything else you want to add on to the stripper bonanza? I got nothing. I'm just glad that you two allowed me to join you. Stop I appreciate you're it. You're part of the team. Oh, I'm part of the team. It's a team. It's a team. Yeah. It's not like, oh, this is especially for you. It's, we're all doing this together. All right. Well, it's all for one and one for well, all. I'm glad to be a part of this family. <laughs> Getting a little verklempt. <laughs> right there. Come on. <laughs> anything you got to say about anything, Chase? Um... God, only uh, only I wish I had a little more time to. Uh, I like the I like the two minute, one minute, half a minute. You didn't let him. He was talking. You jackass. Well, he's talking about Planet Terror. We're done with that. It's over. Rough. <laughs> I man, I should have gone into like bashing the the whole like missing reels and that's out of part sync. of the fun uh, though. That's part of the yeah dressing up the 
disguising the pastiche of freaking here let's oh yeah you like nostalgia and okay. 70s exploitation oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. who's asking for this movie no yeah. one did no one's yeah, like hey, justin that's what? exactly that's negative 15 years old and these movies were coming out don't you have a longing for that like no this is their nostalgia this is quentin tarantino and rodriguez's nostalgia for the stuff they grew up with that has nothing to fucking do with me you know justin what you, you know what you should have said hey the witch from Charmed got a machine gun for a leg. Oh, I forgot about Charmed. Drop the mic. Charmed wasn't one of my things. I it, wasn't, don't, it wasn't mine either. Just, all right, American teenager over there. You just shut your mouth. <laughs> you keep that in your back pocket if you want to win all of these. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you know what you like? <laughs> Okay. Uh, All right. You know what? We need to sign That's up. We're rambling. New, new, new pitch for a movie. Hey, you want to go see a? Uh, let's let's go see a movie about someone that has a, a one of their limbs replaced with some prosthetic. Hey, it works for uh, Evil Dead. He's got a boomstick chainsaw hand. Yeah. No. I, you want to come at me okay, with some more no. of these, buddy? <laughs> or like Austin yeah. Powers, the Fembots. Oh yeah. Mach- with, with machine the, gun jumblies. Yeah. Machine gun. <laughs> it's a cool thing in the movie, but I think. You're kind of selling selling pretty hard just based on that that alone. Like it's got a she jumped like gun thirty leg. feet in the air when her leg hey, exploded. With the argument's ass. over. You can't keep going. We had minutes. It's not my fault. You failed at even trying to touch my movie. You were so hooked on from dusk till dawn. Oh yeah, you know what that that should have been called from nothing to nothing. <laughs> is, that what, is that what he said? That was his oh god, we gotta wrap this up. We're at like a minute. Oh, we're at an hour fifteen. We gotta. Uh, we got to kill this thing. That's good. All right. I'm Justin. I'm Nick. And I'm Chase. Peace.